The Radio Podcast, Flint, Michigan, catch-up episode. In this catch-up episode four of Radio Podcast's Flint, Michigan coverage, we bring you the excerpt from episodes 25, 26, and 27. That will bring us up to speed to the three-year anniversary episode upcoming. Episode 25, posted on the 26th of January, 2017. Of all of the things that have gone on in the past half a week, um, the one decree that's really bothered me the most, and I think it's because of the amount of coverage and reporting that um, we've been doing on what's going on in Flint over the last year, it's the gag order um, to the EPA. This whole issue of what's been going on in Flint wouldn't have come out um, if it wasn't for the EPA. And um, that all came out, you know, nine months after it, it started happening. So it's really, it's really frustrating and what's what one of the things that aspects of it that terrified me is that the gag order is so complete that it even stops the EPA from reporting information to Congress that Congress needs to know. Right. It reminds me a lot of um, the situation, the gag order that was put in place um, dealing with this Flint situation where people were showing up at the hospital sick with Legionnaire's disease and then the hospital couldn't report it to the Department of Health and Human Services um, in order to stop other people from getting sick. You know, it's that lack of information sharing that, um, I mean, all of this has significant impacts to human life and not in the long term where they're doing a study about something and what happens five years from now when that study's, you know, discontinued or hasn't been refunded or whatever. Um, I mean, situations like just like Flint. Um, and we know there's, there's evidence that there's Flint's not the only city that has this lead problem. There's plenty of other cities in um, depressed areas all around our country that, um, have significant infrastructure problems and, um, you know, they're, they're not going to have the ability to test or report what's going on and therefore, uh, remediate what's been going, what needs to be done in order to help these communities. Maybe the U.S. needs to locate itself further south so it can become one of those little tin pot Central American dictatorships. Maybe that's the ultimate goal. Oh, 
Then Mexico can border Canada and make it their problem. I just want to move to Canada. I don't like <laughs> You think Trudeau would have us? I don't know if he's heard that podcast, obviously, but he seems like a good cat overall. But mm-hmm. As long as I don't have to learn French. Je suis pas un petit peu de français. I don't know what that means, but probably... It means I speak a little bit of French, okay, and that's about see? as much as I know. Yep. Nope, I, I don't even have that. So I guess that means Montreal's out for me. Toronto? British Columbia, I'm coming for you. <laughs> um, Nova Scotia looks very beautiful. <laughs> I, I once had the pleasure of landing in Gander in Newfoundland because the flight that I was on was overladen and into a headwind and running out of fuel and would not arrive at Boston. So we had to stop at Gander to refuel. And I have to say that the staff there were magnificent in how friendly and helpful and courteous they were. Canadian. Of course they were. And on that note, I'm going to move on to Flint because Michigan is by Canada. And that's what we're talking about. People of Flint, move to Canada. (laughs) Uh, All right. So quick rundown. Here's what's been going on in Flint. January has been full of meetings to deal with the the ongoing water issues. There was a closed-door meeting January 10th um, with the governor and his people, with uh, EPA officials, and with scientists. um, That They actually had scientists? They actually – well, again, January 10th, Obama was still the president. Oh, I was forgetting. Yep. Sorry, that's that's now the – Yeah. That distant – The golden year. Bright spot. Yeah. It's fading rapidly. Um. So they all got together and they um, reviewed the latest round of tests that um, have been going on with the water um, and discussed possible options for moving forward. You know, these, this is all great. It's great news. There is um, good news that more of the houses with these very expensive filters, as long as you're drinking filtered water, it is drinkable. So they had this closed-door meeting January 10th. January 11th, they had a town hall meeting at in Flint. Basically, the residents were left with a bad taste in their mouths. Boom! She went there. She went there. Boom! I, d- I did that. Mic drop. No, don't drop the mic. No. <laughs> So the big question that everybody's asking, how much longer until you fix our Diana pipes? tells her next pun. Oh, that's going to be a long time. There's <laughs> what, a year in between the last time and now? Just about. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how much longer? There, there was, you know, a year ago, Governor Snyder testified uh, in front of Congress um, and he said, laid out his quick quick action points great so how much longer um the officials that were at the meeting said it's going to take approximately three years to complete the line replacements to everybody's house um Mm -hmm. so just keep using your very cheap water filters in the meantime that was sarcasm we guess (laughs) Um, but that three-year number is really kind of a best-case scenario because none of the funding for the pipe replacement has been secured yet, 
So maybe we could just throw this onto the side and reuse the pipes that we're going to use for the Keystone XL and the all the rest of that crap and, you know, bury it in flint where it might be useful. Well, I mean, there's a slight size differential. I mean, we're talking about like one inch line. Size isn't everything. <laughs> we're talking about like one inch house lines uh, Look, it, versus it, it, a it, monster <laughs> pipeline. Okay, whatever. <laughs> the hot dog in a hallway. But... Uh, that would just clog the water line. Oh my God, you, this is the terrible idea. The bacterial infection in the water from this. Then you need the water filters again. This gets us nowhere. I'm a terrible civil engineer. <laughs> um, but, but you know, we all don't worry because we've got that new, the uh, Candagoni Water Authority pipeline that we had to have that got us into this situation in the first place, right? That should come online anytime now. Oh, Oh, just kidding. Um, the Flint water treatment facility, that's going to need about $100 million in upgrades to take and treat the water coming from the new pipeline that they had to have. And the best case scenario for the upgrades to be completed on the water treatment plant is early 2020. Time for a visual sound effect. Face palm. Ow. So that is what the residents of Flint have uh, been told recently. One thing that uh, was brought to our attention this week by a friend of the podcast, Dominic, was the fact that the House GOP closed the federal investigation on Flint. Um, that the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee basically just said everyone did a bad job. Nobody reported anything on time. Uh, the EPA wasn't vigilant. The state wasn't vigilant. Um, there's already charges in the pipeline, and there's nothing else for us to do. Okay, thanks. Uh -huh. Bye-bye. Uh, just, to, to, just to recap, I think it was only one party was committed to that premise. Would you care to remind us which of the parties it was? Oh, that would be the GOP. Because uh, Maryland Representative Elijah Cummings, you'll remember last year, again, Governor Snyder, Congressional Oversight Committee hearing, and Elijah Cummings told him, show us proof that you didn't know anything about the crisis, that this is just as much a shock to you, and that the EPA representatives from the EPA coming out and testing and finding this uh, heightened lead was just as much a shock to you in your office. And... Governor Snyder just basically wrote a letter that said, uh, yeah, we don't have anything. Sorry. Uh, Representative Cummings was uh, just did not believe him and, and um, pressured him. With good reason. Right. Pressured him several times asking for more information and basically just got stonewalled from his office. And again, Governor Snyder is a Republican governor. And then now the House GOP has shut, shut it all down with no... Like I said, there's no real conclusions. Basically, they said, oh, it looks like everybody just did a terrible job. Now, Governor Snyder's office is saying this is a great thing. The burden of trying to get back to Representative Cummings was becoming, um, you know, overbearing. And now they can actually focus on fixing things. When he says fixing things, does he mean the next election? <sighs> or the next the state appointed oversight committee? 
Like, I, I don't know. Gerrymandering is us. It's it's not. I'm pretty me. sure they do that in that state, aren't they? Uh, and they do uh, everywhere. New collective nouns. New collective noun this week: a colostomy of Republicans. <laughs> it's accurate. Uh, for this episode, I'm ready to move on from this story. We will be back with this in the next episode. Until then, we love you, Flint. Episode 26, posted on the 20th of February, 2017. Um, there's been a lot going on. There's always a lot going on. I, I feel like, I don't know, the last month I've kind of been drowning in news. So um, I really just want to kind of hit the highlights of what's been going on in Flint. Um, please note that these guys are over a thousand days without clean water, Um more than three years here so first i can do that math too yeah just quick just quick yay yay <laughs> so the first thing i want to just bring up is a lawsuit against the epa back at the end of january they filed a lawsuit against the epa seeking more than 700 million dollars in compensation for personal and property damage that's associated with the water crisis the epa has yet to respond i would assume with pruitt being confirmed now there will be some kind of response in the next week or so uh, with pro it'll probably be fuck off in moments before the epa goes away yeah well that's kind of the the race against time at this point how long the epa will be around there was also an administrative claim payment of 722.4 million dollars in damages that's been pending with the epa since april of 2016 and it's neither been accepted nor denied by the agency. So that's been sitting on the books for almost a year with basically no response. Who knows what's going to happen with that? Basically, it's just gross negligence on the EPA's part for um, not following its own mandates and directives. So that is the, the first bit of Flint News is this class action lawsuit. And the second thing is that for the last six months, the state of Michigan has been issuing credits to Flint to help with their water bills. We've talked about in a past episode that the water bills in Flint are, you know, three times what a comparably sized city's water bill is. You know, part of that water usage is just terrible leaky lines and they're actually sending water there, but it's not necessarily getting to all the homes so the the state of Michigan residents can't use the water that's coming out of their tap, um, have been issuing credits to help the homeowners there pay their bills. So March 1st, they will end the credit program and the residents will once again have to start paying full price for their tainted water. Can, can I just interject with a sentence? Of course you can. First world country. Still no clean water but they're going to go back to paying for not clean water. Yeah. Uh, I, you, you have a third piece on this as well. I do have a third piece on this, and it's it all kind of ties back together with, you know, the almighty dollar. So we've talked about in the past that the whole reason that the water supply was switched was so that they could justify a new pipeline being built and that the state kind of glad-handed and, and helped the city of Flint, who was bankrupt at the time, 
still get credit and bonds um, to subsidize this new pipeline coming in. And they were not legally allowed to do that, but there was enough glad-handing that went on that the city was allowed to take out these bonds to help with the KWA pipeline to be built. The way that they justified that was by saying, okay, we're going to stop paying the city of Detroit for the water, we're going to switch to the Flint River, so we're going to save the money, so that way when the KWA pipeline gets built, then we can start paying the bonds for the KWA pipeline. There was a report done, I believe it was finally published this past January, that said even once the KWA pipeline is done, the Flint water treatment plant needs about $100 million worth of upgrades before it can start treating the water that comes in through the KWA pipeline. So there was a date, a light at the end of this tunnel that was supposed to be October of 2017 that this new KWA water would be coming in to the Flint water treatment plant. They would be able to have something like clean water. Now, let me also say, they've stopped using the water from the Flint River. They went back to purchasing water from the city of Detroit. And then the plan was, as of October 1st, to stop paying the city of Detroit and pay exclusively the KWA for, for the water. So these upgrades that need to happen to the water treatment plant are $100 million minimum, where they don't know where that money's coming from. And if they had a magic wand and had the money, the upgrades wouldn't be done until at the earliest mid-2019. So that's a two-year overlap of when they're on the hook to start paying KWA because the water will be available to them. They can't treat it, but the water's available to them, and they've already agreed that they're going to start paying the bonds back starting in October of 2017. But the plant can't handle that new water supply, so they're going to have to keep providing water from the city of Detroit. So they're going to have to pay both the city of Detroit for the actual water they're receiving, plus the KWA bonds, because... They're upholding their end, and that pipeline's done, and now they need to start paying for the pipeline bonds. So now this, they're kind of like, well, you know, where's where, where's all this money coming from? Like, basically, it's all coming to a head. <laughs> there's, there's a big supply, money supply issue. And, you know, where is that money supposed to come from? Well, it's supposed to come from water bills. Well, guess what? See previous story. <laughs> Residents don't have any money. The states decided to stop giving them credits to help them out, and they still don't fucking have usable water in their houses. This is the driest rub buttfuck I think I've heard of. It's amazing. The, the level of corruption and, ready for one of my favorite words, malfeasance. Oh, the way you say it. Say it again. Say it again. Malfeasance. So good. Yeah. Well, it's so fucked up. <laughs> I have problems wrapping my head around not just all of this, but individual parts of this where you just go, this is, this bit's fucked up. And then it's like Trump's executive orders. There's such a deluge of bullshit coming out that your head starts to spin. And that feels like it's part of their intent that if we totally fuck this up on a level they can't comprehend we'll get away with it i'm to the point where i'm honestly considering like 
you know, some people have vision boards. Like I'm considering like a diorama or one of those like things on my wall with the strings and the, to just try and personally make sure I got my head wrapped around this in a way that I can help explain it because it is so fucked up. It is, you know, you've got the state saying, this is our pet project and we want this to get pushed through. You've got the city of Flint who was under an emergency manager when all of these decisions were being made. So, I mean, this emergency manager was appointed by the governor and supposed to be acting in the best interest of the city because the city was already financially fucked. And then they're committing them to this pipeline that there's no way that they would be able to pay for. Never mind what happened the result of switching the water supply to the Flint River. Let's pretend that that was not an issue. The issue is, even now, they would not be able to pay back those bonds to the KWA pipeline construction. So they got themselves involved in this, and it's like going to buy a Porsche when you're a gravedigger. Like, you just... The money's not there. The money's never going to be there. And unless your brother-in-law is the guy at the Porsche dealership, like it's just not going to happen or it shouldn't happen. I have a, a, a follow-up question. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do this interrelated board on your wall of strings connecting everything, mm-hmm. uh, actually it's a two-part question. One, uh, do you have a wall or a room big enough? That That's, that's why I have the bunker. True. Okay. So um, do you have a therapist that you can pay enough. Oh, God, no. God, All right. No. All right. Uh, that's probably going to lead to a lot more extra episodes of radio while we try and digest this shit. <laughs> yeah, I am. Most days I wake up and I just feel like I'm losing my mind. I, I haven't even gotten to the story and, and I'll, I'll save it for next time because I, I started reading about it and, and you know, it broke. Um the dateline on it is is today talking about the a point of reference today is technically <laughs> the tw- the 19th of february yes yes talking about the hospital that treated the patients with legionnaires disease being sued by the state because apparently some of the people who died from the legionnaires outbreak were treated at that hospital or uh, excuse me contracted legionnaires disease at that hospital because it was taken the shitty flint river water and it's very convoluted and i need to read into it more but yeah basically the hospital systems and the department of health and human services and the state are all suing each other over the the legionnaires disease outbreak Uh and how it relates to the water I led to that with Diana tried to explain some of this to me earlier on, and I need her to read into it more because it's baffling and frustrating and annoying, and this shit should never be allowed to happen. I mean, America has is should be held as the country to aspire to, the the shining city on the hill, and then we end up with pricks like Scott Pruitt supposedly in charge of the EPA, a department that he wants to close or just sue into oblivion and all we see is more and more that that 
this department is fundamental to the health and well-being of the U.S. I, I can't cope with any more of this story this week. Do you mind if we move on? Oh, that's fine. We've got more good news. Don't worry. Episode 27, posted on the 7th of April, 2017. Well, it's been a little over a month. What could have possibly gone on in Flint? Not much. Well, to sort of side quote Garrison Keeler, it's been a quiet month in Flint, Michigan. Uh, We've had the first health official get sentenced. An EPA lawsuit got settled. A court order requiring the replacement of over <clears throat> 18,000 waterhouse connectors. So, let's start at the top. All right. Well, um, back on March 13th, we got our first sentencing for an official associate with the whole water crisis. Corinne Miller was the retired head of the Health and Human Services Epidemiology Department and she pleaded no contest back in September to a charge of willful neglect of duty, uh, which is a misdemeanor punishable by a year in jail. Instead of that, she got a year of probation, contingent on, wink, wink, continued cooperation. Mm, continued cooperation. Mm-hmm. So... As I said, this is the first sentencing for uh, an official. We'll see. This cannot be the only. There's still many more people indicted, so we'll get around to them. And then there's the EPA news. Yeah. So St. Patrick's Day was all about spreading the green this year. The EPA finally awarded the city of Flint $100 million over this whole mess. Now, Congress approved the settlement last year, but the EPA is just now getting around to awarding it. There's lots of things to spend money on in this whole Flint situation, so I'm sure the money's not going to go to waste. (laughs) Actually... You know, $100 million is just about the same amount of money that we talked about last episode, um, the Flint water treatment plant needing before it's able to take water from that KWA pipeline. You know, the one that they got into a contract with illegally when they didn't really have any money at all. What's the word we're looking for here? I want to channel the church lady. How convenient. (laughs) Channel the church lady you did, like a hundred million dollars. <laughs> <clears throat> not that we're saying anything. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly not saying. Allegedly. allegedly not saying anything. We say nothing. <laughs> so. EPA part two. <laughs> well, kind of. Now, again, with the whole timing of what's going on in Flint right now. I believe they're getting their water from the city of Detroit again, which is the whole group that they didn't want to have to take get 
their water from and it basically again everything with this story goes back to money they didn't want to pay the city of detroit when they could get a better rate with the kwa pipeline allegedly um but since right now they have no interim water source and the flint water treatment plant if it's going to eventually take this kwa water needs a hundred million dollars worth of upgrades what are they supposed to do in the interim and now that the city is more thoroughly aware of all of their current problems um the mayor said that they're going to need until early may to make a final decision about um basically the short term the permanent and the long-term backup sources of drinking water for the city um so march 27th she told the epa that they're still reviewing all of their options and um yeah i think they gave a deadline of may 4th that they would get back to the epa with a plan um so not totally smooth sailing for flint but some good news some money coming in some people going to jail and uh, we get to then talk about 18,000 connections it's uh, it's it's like linkedin for for water pipes <laughs> or just like a functioning water distribution system whatever what like you might see in a first world country well yeah we i know there's many many parts of the united states that don't have the luxury of a functioning water system um and that flint is just the most well publicized one which um given the amount of coverage outside of the the flint area that this story gets um is not very much um, i thought you were about to say that they were the tip of the iceberg which i think they would have relished because at least they could have gotten fresh water from it hey glacier water uh-huh it's just full of ancient microbes hey, vitamins and minerals yes so the most recent story we have about flint um is from last week there was a lawsuit brought by residents of the city of flint against the city and the state um where they insisted that all of the lead tainted water house connections be replaced oh that that was what they sued for that they wanted all of these lines to be replaced and thankfully the judge thought that this was probably a good idea you know so um the case was settled on monday the 27th and it stated that um approximately 18,000 waterhouse connections would be replaced um in the city of flint and the cost would be paid by the state of michigan um now how many do you think the city of flint has already replaced since announcing that they were going to start this program last november oh is this a quiz it is can i can i play go okay so they need to do a total of 18,000 and they've yes. had since november of last year 
Yes. And we're now into April. Yes. So that's four plus two. So that's up to six months. So that's a half a year. If they were taking this seriously, they could have done, well, 9,000 would be ambitious. Um, that's probably a little over-egging the pudding. Yeah, I would uh, say. Um, I'll give you a hint. It's lower than 9,000. Okay, lower than 9,000. Lower than 8,000? Yep. 7,000? Keep going down. Does it have a 7 in it? Yes. Okay, so it's lower than 7,000. It's got a 7 in it. I have a, I have a try 10% of that. 10% of that. That would be 6,300 that they haven't done out of the 7,000, I guessed. So they've done about 700 of these things? Ding, 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 ding. Okay, the, the look on your face is what I'm reading the answers by here. Uh, they've only done 700 out of 18,000 that need doing. Yes. 700. Yes. Uh, I could do the math on that to work out the percentage, but fuck that, it's low. Yes, so when people say that emergency managers are a bad idea for a city, we're going to go with the state of Michigan is stupid. And this is a terrible program. So you end up in an emergency because of the manager? Yes. So, the, so they're appropriately titled. <laughs> oh, we're sorry, Flint. We're glad that some news is moving positively for you, but I'm so, so sorry you had to go through this. Well, I, I found some adjacent news. Ooh, Flint adjacent. Adjacent news. Flint Twip. Wait a minute. So Flint How many Twip Jasons are we? Sorry, go ahead. You and your Argonauts. <laughs> adjacent. Adjacent. Oh, so only one Jason. Next to, okay. I, I was going to say you're butting, but that's going to set you off again. Hey, Jason Butting. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Let's give her a moment. I'll be in the bunk. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be in several people's. So <laughs> I wish. I, <laughs> so do they. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> what? I, I'm staying. I'm staying with this story once I get you focused again. Okay. So, Robbie, we're just um, talking about laying pipe. What do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently you wanted some lead in the pencil as well. So. <laughs> so anyway. Flint Twip, Michigan, is not to be confused with the adjacent city of Flint, Michigan. Flint Twip wants to change its name to Rob, something else. Rob. Rob. What? TWP. The Twip. It's TWP. It means township. Oh, okay. So Flint Township, Knee Twip. Um, currently, there are about uh, 105 suggestions that are being considered. Yeah. Some of the uh, more interesting suggestions. What? Go ahead. <laughs> you interrupt me just to tell me to go ahead. I'm just deeply sighing. <laughs> you <laughs> should be used to it Jason. by now. <laughs> it wasn't that kind of deep sigh. <laughs> you just want an adjacent butt in your bunk. Go on. Which is interestingly not one of th 
not one of the names they uh, opted no? for. Um, so there's some interesting suggestions, such as Bedrock, because apparently they feel they've hit rock bottom. <laughs> um, other combinations have been uh, Genesee Hills and Genesee Valley and Carmen Hills and Carmen Valley. Uh, I, I Google Street Viewed the area having looked at the contour map, and I have a question. What hills are you talking about? It's got as much geography as a flatworm's tit. What the heck? Uh, some other potential good names for uh, renaming Flint Township have already been used in Michigan, such as Climax, which is a small village in Kalamazoo County. Yeah, I looked on the map for that. It was pretty hard to find, and I think you'd be through that pretty quickly. <laughs> All right, so do we have any suggestions that they didn't think of that uh, maybe are of a different vein than what we're thinking? <laughs> you and your throbbing veins. Um, yeah, I, I think because uh, uh, Flint was caught napping by the um, by all of this, I think that they should change it to napping or better yet, Flint napping, which is the ancient art of taking a flint and shaping it into something useful like a, a knife or an arrowhead. So why not? Give it a thought. Flint napping. Anything's got to be better than this. <laughs> Moving on. Yep. Denouement. Rob and I are extremely accessible. You can find us on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash radiopodcast1. Numeral one. Yes, number one. There's also the website, www.radio-podcast.net. Yep, all of our old shows are there. We've got show notes there. All of our contact information is also on that page, including our Twitter account. At Which apparently is a lot more active now that you plugged it into Facebook. And when I went back and got activated my other device that has my active Twitter on it and discovered, oh, all the stuff I, it's all up on here as well. I huh. am magical. Yeah. So this is true. We're back to being active. Um, <laughs> thank you for the ability to cross post. Um, so like I said, our, our Twitter handle is at underscore radio podcast so yeah just thank you everybody um subscribe like us rate us on uh itunes that would be a huge uh refer a friend um have them rate us yeah and talk to us we we're here and we're somewhat friendly mm -hmm.